Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons you have to change once every three to four hours, you can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, we'll have no fear. The Bloody Buddy Cup is different, I promise you. It is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes the Bloody Buddy Cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending, wavy grips at the bottom, a pincher bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use their size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup, and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and we have such a good show for you today. I'm so excited because a woman that I've watched from afar for a very long time on Twitter, Allison, Sugnight from Twitter, and she's also from the Bad Movie Club podcast. And she's here with us today to talk about everything that happened in pop culture last week. We talked about the Andy and Candace home renovation, Magnolia, Chip and Joanna Gaines drama. We talked about the passing of Bob Saget, which is, you know, very sad. We also talked about the Golden Globes, and we talked about award season in general. And then we also, you know, talked a little bit about Euphoria. I uh, I kind of jumped ship this week. I think I'm out on Euphoria officially, but... We did have a lot to chat about, so stay tuned. It should be a good one. Hello, everybody. I'm here today with Allison from the Bad Movie Club podcast. If it sounds like I'm acting very calm and collected, it's because I've had 30 minutes of recording time with Allison thus far. Um, I but didn't get recorded. It didn't get recorded. Divine intervention happened, and we are now having to recreate some podcasting magic that we just did. But that being said, let me introduce you to Allison. You probably know her from Twitter because she is very funny. At Sugnight. Thank you. You are very funny. Does the dude from Blink-182 still follow you? Yeah, and um, it's actually Sugnight. You know who Sugnight is? The guy who started Death Row Records. He was like with Tupac when he got killed or something. Yes, but I always um, thought it was pronounced Sugnight. No. Oh, no, it, it's because like I always knew the reference, but I didn't know the pronunciation. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's just because um, when I, only since half I was of an like, idiot. it's not a big deal. It's just when I was like a tiny baby, my dad would call me sugar or like my whole family would call me sugar. So like my adult cousins didn't know my name was sugar for a long time. Um, 
well, and the children ones. I don't know why I said adult cousins, but yeah, so it's Suge Knight. Um, and that's okay. If you, you can call it Sug Knight, I don't really care. It, there's no rules anywhere. Well, I think if I'm supposed to be like poising myself as like a pop culture aficionado, I should know how to pronounce that dude's name and your name, especially if Mark from Blink-182 is following you still. That means that you're, you're a pop culture entity onto yourself. Anyway, Allison is here today. It's, it's more like a courtesy follow, but I'll take it. I... I think about that follow more often than I should admit, because I'm a big Blink-182 fan and a big Allison fan on uh, on Twitter. And it's two worlds colliding. Anyway, I've watched Allison from afar online for a very long time. If you would have been on the first recording of this podcast 30 minutes ago, you would have heard a really long rambly uh, conversation of me trying to figure out how long I've followed her. And the good Lord has all saved you. Um from not having to hear that through faulty recording software. But anyway, I've followed Allison for more than five years. And I've loved every I second followed, of it. Yeah, I've followed you as equally as long. So but you probably got not as much out of it as I did. I um because you got no. a bucket hat. Okay. <laughs> and my that- relationship with Allison is as follows. I've followed her from afar for a long time. She told me I had a cute baby right after I had my first baby. And I was like, oh, my goodness, a tweet from her. I'm so excited. (laughs) And then years later, she sent me a bucket hat in the mail because I won. What was the contest you were running? Um, I literally just found a bucket hat that I thought was funny looking and was like, so I'll pick a winner and send you the bucket hat. Like, it's not really that's not really a thing I do normally is do giveaways. I just thought some just you're wanted big, to give back to the world you're a big engagement queen i know that you're like in follow loops you're doing giveaways all the time you're, <laughs> yes you're exactly chasing the clout i'm just i'm just an influencer and god is my i don't know what i was gonna say <laughs> i think that this is like the fourth or fifth uh like god reference on the i just want to chat podcast this episode which has got to be a new record for us. Shout out. Shout out to God. He, he really needs the promo. Uh, he's lucky. He's he's Okay, it's now I'm getting blasphemous. I'm a Christian woman. Anyway, Allison is here. We have things to talk about. What shall we talk about first? We did just Bob. something. You want to, okay, so you want to stay on the same route that we were. Yes, we need to start with Bob Saget. Um, rest in peace. I'll read my favorite tweet of his. From February 2016, he tweets, I need every bad bitch up in Equinox. I need to know right now if you're a freak or not. <laughs> um, so rest in peace. He did a great thing by tweeting that. that. Yeah. He's America's- like a 50, 60 something man just out there on the prowl. Just living it up in 2016 at Equinox Gym. And also, like, he got married not too long after that, I feel like. Maybe he oh, met no. her at Equinox. Do you think that he met her? I'm going to have to look up their origin story. I'll post it on my Instagram story later, but maybe maybe they met at the gym. It's very sad. I um, One of my most problematic traits about me is that I'm a big John Mayer stan. I know you all love to hate him, but he's hot and he's funny and his music is good and he's very handsome. And have I mentioned that he's hot? 
I love he him. Is gorge. And I I will stand by the fact that I don't think that he's the same dude that he was 15 years ago or whatever. He has admitted that he was a douche. And like he's done a lot of like personal work that you could like actually see. Like, you know, when influencers get canceled and they're always like, I'm doing the work, guys. I'm I'm doing the work. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so you you read like white fragility or something like I don't what what is the work what what does the work mean he's John Mayer has done the work and I just trust him when he says that I don't know what he actually did but he moved to Montana that's enough but even like with when he was a douche I don't think that he did anything that unforgivable you know it's not like he's Chris Brown and like beating up girls or something like he just was kind of a douche I mean if we are gonna hold everyone to Chris Brown (laughs) The, the threshold for douchebag behavior is on the floor. That's, that's true. good. Like, but he didn't beat anybody. It's okay. Uh, well, I mean, like, he as didn't far as beat like, Rihanna. It's very hard to come back from being a woman beater is what yes. my point is. And I was trying to think about it the other day. I don't know if Chris Brown ever, like, left. No, he like, stayed relevant. Yeah, like, there was never, like, a period of, like, his comeback or whatever. It was kind of, like... He that happened at the height of his popularity, and then he just kind of like kept going, stayed around. And like, I don't want to support him, but the song Forever is, is a great song, it's a really great song. But anyway, rest in peace, Bob Saget. The only reason why I brought up John Mayer is because they're very good friends, and Bob Saget was supposed to be on John Mayer's like Instagram live show this week, so that's kind of haunting. And his tributes to him have been very sad. But anyway, and also I was trying to think, you know, because I'm very classy and not uh, tacky at all. I was trying to think about how much money he probably has. I should Google it. I know that celebrity net worth pages are often uh, wonky, but he's got to be so rich because of the full house syndication on the. um, Yes. On the House and Habit Instagram story over the summer. I don't know if you follow her. She's she's a problem in and of herself, but she does do very good celebrity deep dives. And she did one on the Olsen twins. And she said out of all their wealth, Full House syndication still makes up like the bulk of it. Even though they have so many other things. Oh, yeah, they have. And they really like in childhood, uh, did a lot of good branding. They were like trailblazers in terms of selling children bath products that don't really work, but had their face on them, you know? Where were you at with the, um, like in the Olsen twin craze? Were you like a little young for it? Were you around for all of it? Were you watching the movies? No, I was around for all of it. Um, They are six years older than me, I think. Um, so I was like in a good, like little child phase for when they were popular. Um, I remember, what is it? The one where they were detectives, the sleepover parties, uh, all of it. Our lips are sealed. So I feel like I was into like the little girl one. So like the sleepover party when they went to mall of America, detective, like that kind of stuff. Um, like the grandma one where they like get kidnapped. Is that a real thing that happened? Oh, is it to grandmother's house we go or something? I bet. Yeah, I bet you it's that one. I they, they have one that was called where the West was fun. I don't really remember anything about it, except 
the lady on there starts laughing when they think they've identified gold. And she's like, it's iron pyrite. That's fool's gold. So I'll never forget what iron pyrite is called because of that. And now so they're I'll educational. Yeah. I, I went to a PowerPoint night a couple months ago and my friend did a PowerPoint on like the ranking of the Olsen twin movies. And then I realized that like all the teenage ones, I have no idea about. Like I, I've watched New York Minute and I didn't watch any of the other ones. Like that's a oh. big gap in my in my pop culture knowledge. But anyway, the bulk of their wealth is still from Full House Syndication. And um, Bob Saget, what do you think his net worth is? $56 million. That's probably really low, isn't it? No, it's over. Surprisingly, $50 million. Oh, and now I'm wondering how is, I mean, maybe I should be fact checking this house and habit person because she's been wrong about a lot of things before. Um, this is actually but, a hit piece on house and habit. Yeah. Now that I've ad- attracted um influencer crowd stuff for my last episode about girl gangs, I'm just slandering everybody left and right. But um, maybe I should have fact checked it, but there's no way that his net worth is 50 million and the Olsen twins are billionaires if not billionaires and close to it, then there's no way that Full House is part of that. Anyway, Bob Saget was a rich man, a funny man, a good man by all accounts. And, he shocked um, us all when we were children and then we learned that he was actually a dirty comic. He rocked our worlds yes. in that way. I, um, I remember sorry. watching like the E2 Hollywood story about Full House and like the whole segment on Bob Saget's like, he didn't even want to audition. He was a dirty comic. He wasn't what you would like, what you would think of when you thought of family friendly. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I wonder who's a dirty comic now that you can think of. Cause I'm trying to think of like the equivalent to like, I know I'm trying to think of a dirty one too. What's um, what's his name? Hosted SNL. Was in the movie with Pete Davidson. I hate my Bill Burr. Is he like kind of dirty? Probably. I've only Damn. watched like one of his. What we're learning here today is there's not enough dirty comics on the scene. <laughs> and if they are, then they need to start getting like Netflix specials. Yeah. And so we could like be informed. So then we could all just stop watching um, like John Mulaney Wholesome. New in Town. Or whatever. Yeah, we need him to get raunchy. I could see John Mulaney being a like that- a father on, in a sitcom. Uh, honestly, he could really take like as far as like look, appearance, and vibe goes. John Mulaney does have what Bob Saget had, I think, look, appearance, and vibe. And before the yes. whole scandal with like the Olivia Munn and the divorce and the baby and all that, there there really could have been a lane for him in like a reboot. Like, I mean, I know that they rebooted Full House already, but that was like, that was a different and thing. They, they really kept the saccharine-ness of the, what's, I don't know what the word is. Yeah, it's saccharine as much as the 90s one. Like they kept it. So you're like mind-blowingly corny. I only watched like the first episode to be like, what are they going to do about the Olsen twins? They're not showing oh. up. How are they going to oh. handle this? But um, 
I think even watching it for like one episode was probably, you know, a waste. I could have I could have Googled or just like looked up the one second clip. John, anyway. John Stamos still looks hot though. Very That's what hot. matters. But like if you need to see John Stamos, you can rewatch the good seasons of Glee. You have a couple options. You could rewatch the good seasons of Glee, specifically the Britney Spears episode. He's a big part in that one. He's a big part in the Rocky Horror Picture Show episode. I don't know if you have any relationship to Glee. I watched like the first few seasons, but then it kind of jumped the shark a little too much for me. I didn't know that John Stamos was in it. I know that he's in the other Ryan Murphy joint Scream Queens as like a sexy hot doctor. And that's what he did in Glee. He was the sexy hot dentist. But imagine if he were something that wasn't sexy hot in a movie and we'd be like, wow, he has the range. (laughs) How much longer is he going to be able to milk this? How I don't know. He's he aged so well. You know the the funny um, John Stamos tidbit that I've heard. Um, I hear that he's like a really big douchebag at Disneyland. Like he's a really big Disneyland enthusiast. His house is like full of memorabilia. He like owns like a Dumbo um, car, like from the Dumbo ride. Like he bought one when it broke, and then he just like has that in his house. But I know he, he has a D you can see from like a satellite. Like he has a huge Disneyland D in yes, his Yes, like he's very passionate about Disneyland, but he's like notorious for being like the worst person that the plaids. Do you know what the plaids are at Disney? Do you have any relationship to Disneyland? I've been there. I don't know these slang terms you're coming okay. out with. The, the plaids are these like tour guides that mainly famous or very rich people can buy. It's like a minimum of like $300 an hour and you have to get it for a minimum of like six hours. And then they like take your group and you get like front of the line and everything. So that's how you become like a celebrity at Disneyland. Wow. I wish I could have that as a job. Yeah. And then they, so the plaids, like they make the most money at Disneyland and then they also get these enormous tips from the celebrities each time. So it's like the cushiest job you could have. But anyway, he's like notoriously like an a-hole to the plaids. And then there's always when, been like <laughs> when they get rented out by him, they're like, oh, man, I'm in for the worst day. Dang it. Like and I guess he like he pays well, but he's not he's like rude to the to the women. And like they've alleged that he's been like pervy to them. But these are just TikTok allegations. I mean, believe all women, but also I don't have anything concrete to back it up. So this is alleged. You know, I have not talked to th- John Stamos. Yeah, this. do you think that he actually likes it or cuz I know that his his wife is really like a lot younger than him and a big Disney head who like dresses up. I know what Dapper Day is. Um and I'm not I'm don't feel good knowing that, but I do know it. I like I always say like I'm a Disney adult but like not in that way. Like I don't it's own It's okay. I don't own any merch. I just like being there. I Yeah. I analyzed why I like being at Disneyland. I think it's because I love holidays. And Disneyland feels like a special event. So it feels like a holiday kind of. Anyway, rest in peace, John State. Or no, John State was my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. You better stop right now. But um, yeah, You're no, welcome. I get what you mean. Like there's there's a line. It's okay to be into Disneyland. But there are some people who just take it to an extreme. Maybe I would take it to an extreme if I had a bunch of money. I don't know. Yes. And Disneyland culture always makes its way onto my TikTok for you page. 
and there's like the Disney college program where like kids in college can go there and like work for pennies for Disney world, but like they get to live there. So then they're happy, but they're making no money. Like they're paying to be there basically and paying to work there. And like, they think that they're like holding like the structure of America on their back. Like they go on and they complain about these things. Like I'm like, I take so much pride in my work and people are so horrible to me, but I do it because I want to spread pixie dust. And like, they think that literally they're doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for them. Disneyland could probably, or Disney world could probably pay them money. You know, that would be a good thing for them, but they're very, very, um, you know, what, what's the word? Self-righteous. I don't know. That, that's a good sounds- one. That's a good one. I, I have um, Disney think- stuff come up on my TikTok. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. If you're, <laughs> um, but it's it's literally it was like people who play the characters being like, I don't want it, like some kind of drama with not wanting to talk to other people who play characters. So that was pretty fun. There is always like ex cast member drama that I come across where they're like don't film your character interactions. That's very rude to the actor. I'm like, if you're at Disneyland, like I think that you're allowed to film whatever you want. Like if you want to film your kid, like meeting Tinkerbell or something. They're like, they're actors and they're not getting paid that much. So you need to be nice to them. Don't record them without their consent. I'm like, I think if they're in a Tinkerbell costume, they're consenting, right? I don't know. I don't know. That's rest like in peace, Bob Saget. Thing. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob Saget is the bottom line. Bottom line. Also, do you, before we move on, do you believe that celebrity deaths come in threes? Have you ever like subscribed to that theory? No, I've never really thought about it, but I I know you do kind of. I mean, it is always Possible. pretty textbook that it does happen. So we would have well, Betty White, Bob Saget, the dude from the Jinx, just a uh, Robert Durst. Bobbert. Yeah, Bobbert. Uh just passed away. So if we want to include him on the three, then like none of our beloved celebrities will pass away. Um yeah. That's our it, bottom line. We don't want anyone to pass away anymore. Stop. I controversial, don't like death. Don't love it. And if no one else would uh die, and the last person that dies is a uh, the dude from the jinx. Cool, sweet, rad. Anyway, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, over the weekend, the Golden Globes happened. Allison, are you in any way related, not related, interested in award culture, celebrity award culture? Sometimes it's fun. I like to pay attention to the Oscars, but not really the Golden Globes, especially because obviously this one they didn't have like an actual ceremony and for some reason they thought that they had to do like rapid fire tweeting when it's like nobody was keeping track of it you could have like put any kind of thought into these you know it was like Jane Campion wins best director and it's like oh okay well and their canned tweeting made no sense because like the one that everyone's talking about is their west side story tweet because West Side Story was nominated nominated in the comedy slash musical category, which has never really made any sense. Like it should either be its own category or they should just put it wherever it lands. Because like Les Mis won it that one year where it's like, oh, the funniest <laughs> movie I've ever seen. 
the miserable ladies <laughs> yeah like no but anyway the canned tweet that the golden globes had for west side story winning was like laughter is the best medicine congratulations west side story it's like the I'm romeo and juliet yeah, romeo and juliet were just these two kids just die or i mean i guess maria doesn't die but a lot of other people die rest in spoiler. peace <laughs> spoiler i hope you didn't see the, the movie from the 60s well wasn't it like a shoe in too like it's not like they were like i'm counting on this other comedy to win yeah like it was a lock like out of every golden globe nominee like this was the one like unspoken would definitely win um <sighs> So anyway, big L for that Golden Globes uh, tweeter. And then they like tried to correct it. And they're like, ha ha, oops. Actually, music is the best. Yeah. Like, actually, uh, music is the best medicine, not laughter. Yeah. Hopefully doctors rethought that. Yeah. Um, Someone called the CDC. They figured it out. We (laughs) We just all need to watch. Maybe that's why Omicron is like so bad, because West Side Story only made like 10 million at the box office. So like nobody went to see it. Which is a mistake. That movie was amazing. So oh, I haven't just... seen it yet. Oh, well, amazing. Sorry. You're part of the problem. It's why Omicron is raging. If we all just took our medicine, because according to the Golden Globes, what's it that story? Curious. Is that... I do love the original one. It's very this... good. Dare I say this one was better? It was very good. That is a big claim. It was very, very good. The updates that they made to it was good think having whatever you want about latina maria <laughs> yeah probably like you know a good a good thing all the acting was good i know that ansel elgort is a problem but he did a good job whatever i'm sure he would like probably won't be in movies anymore fine by me but he did a good job in this one everything's good go see west side story don't get the coronavirus if you could help it rest in peace bob saget Let's um, let's go to the next <laughs> the next uh, category that we had. Oh, just a quick uh, list of things that delighted me on the internet this week before we get into our juicy story. Um, really, just all the euphoria memes, tweets, content. Loved it all. If you go to Euphoria High School, you have to do cocaine and dress like a stripper from the early 90s i (laughs) love the tiktoks where it's just like where is your uniform and then it like jump cuts to them like just wearing truly like a stripper outfit yeah and it's like usually a man and they have like seven inch heels too (laughs) yes and just like a frappuccino like yeah they don't have backpacks they just carry fraps you know Uh, do you watch euphoria yes did you um, watch the new episode? Yes, I did. I don't like the whole thing with that show is I'm like, I don't know if I like the show or if it just has good music and beautiful imagery. I'm like, is this a good story? Because like Jules is supposed to be like this really edgy, baddie trans girl, you know, and she's kind of boring. Yeah, I I watched the first season and that was always my thing, too. Like after the first three episodes, I'm like, I'm out. But then they had that like carnival episode, which was really like amazing to look at and like the music and everything. I'm like, all right, I think I'm back in. 
And then I binged the rest of it. I, I do. Talk- that one is good when she's like, I'm not supposed to be here because I dress like a hooker or whatever. Yeah. Or it's like when they were doing Molly. Yeah. And and also just like the makeup where I'm like, maybe I am an old lady. I'd really like to think I'm not that far removed from high school. I mean, I kind of am. I'm like 26, but I just and like and I see teen girls often. I mean, like, I guess I see them at church. Not not to say anything, but like I don't think that like the big glitter is really happening. So Oh, I know. Like it's, the big makeup I, looks and the style and everything. I'm like, where are they pretending the show is set? I keep seeing I've seen a lot of takes that are like, this is so true to how high school is. And I'm like, buddy, I didn't even like watch rated R movies in high school. Like I wasn't doing Molly and wearing slutty stuff. I mean, maybe it would have been a more fun experience, but yeah. I well like and I even I mean like I went to parties and stuff like in high school and I like went around a little bit but like nothing even remotely of like the sort like nothing that even touched what's going on in euphoria but I was reminded this last weekend when I was sitting down to watch season two and I truly only lasted like three minutes I don't know if my maternal instinct kicked in since like season one which would really be saying something because I've been a mom for like five years so that means that it kicked in like five years too late but I couldn't watch you but I know like finally I care about other people but like I was trying to watch euphoria and like two minutes into it I was like I can't do it I can't do it where are all the parents where's the good parents where's something all these kids these poor kids and then there was just a surprise penis immediately and I was like all right I can't do it Wait, is it because that one guy made him like all get nude in that uh, drug dealer house? Sorry, spoiler. No, it was before that. It was like the grandma, like in the very opening scene, like goes into that office and says like this old dude and says like his penis there. And I was like, all right, I'm out. This is this is my cue. Yes, he gets shot in. Was it on the penis or? Yeah, or like on his leg or something. Yeah, that was a lot. I I even forgot about that. I was like, oh, they're. Yes, I did. I talked to somebody and they said it feels like since they were off the air for so long, like it came out in 2019 originally. And then they're how many years later um, they have like shoved in as much nudity and like violence as they could in the first episode because they're like, we've been missing opportunities. But I mean, no. And I saw a like a clip of like the violence that happens at the I'm assuming the end of the episode because it looked like something that would be a cliffhanger I was like holy smokes my goodness um like what is happening on the show but when I was sitting down to watch episode two I was like okay I have to remember everything that happened in season one so I started googling and I said did Cassie get an abortion like I couldn't remember if she actually did it or not and then what pops up is Manny Santos from Degrassi getting her abortion because her like the actress's name was Cassie so that's why I popped up and I really realized that we just need to get our kids watching Degrassi our youth today's youth it's better than euphoria like if you're I mean not as beautifully shot or acted but if you want like the stories without the penises and without like the constant violence and nudity and you want craig manning did you ever watch degrassi 
Yeah, he was cute. Um, Degrassi walked so Euphoria could run. Truly. Because was- now kids want violence and nudity and gra- kids these days. <laughs> kids these days. These freaking Zoomers, man. But I, I think that we need to collectively as a society bring Degrassi back. I don't know if that means that it needs to go to Netflix. I don't know. It's on Amazon Prime. You can find it. All the episodes are in full on YouTube. It got pretty weird when that, like, I watched until there was a girl named Claire and she had a boyfriend who, like, had a hearse. He, like, drove a hearse. Did you watch that? I think his name is Eli. Oh, okay. That's right around, like, when I bowed out. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like I last every high school drama, my lifespan with it is until, like, the graduating class that I've been watching this whole time graduates. Because whenever they try to do, like, a new generation, like, Glee or anything, I'm like, once the OGs graduate, I'm out. See you later. Goodbye. Like, That's I a think good I, way I probably, to live your life. I probably left after like Emma graduated. I don't know. But everyone should watch Degrassi. Watch Euphoria if you want to. Um, rest in peace, Bob Saget. I don't know what else. Do what you want, basically. Do what you want. <laughs> but we all die just the same. You should want to watch Degrassi because it is. Manny Santos fan. Maddie from Euphoria wishes. Maddie from Euphoria wishes that she could strut down that hallway with that little blue thong. True. I I still follow a lot of Degrassi actors, and it's funny to see Drake interact with them because like he's Drake now, but he'll still comment on like Emma's post and it's like, I wish this was a room when I was a teen. This is what I dreamed of because she'll like post pictures in her bra, and he's just like, I dreamed of this when I was a teenager. And I'm like, oh. oh man, this is juicy stuff. Everybody should be following. Anyway, speaking of juicy stuff that everybody should be following, my transitions today are amazing. Don't know how I'm going to relate this next story to Bob Saget, but we'll try. Um, it's time to talk about the Andy and Candace scammer drama. They're Andis. Yes, I That's keep calling good... them Andis in my mind, or like. Candice or something because just the name isn't spelt like how you should spell Candice it's spelled like C-A-N-D-I-S like Candice blank yeah. fit in your blank you might need to cut that <laughs> <laughs> or like I censored it already but <laughs> thank you or like Candice you know ladies scam more innocent people out of their money in the hopes of furthering her uh, home renovation empire anyway if you need a full deep dive on what we're going to talk about because we're probably going to bounce around a lot kind of assuming that most people know about the story at this point um if you need a good deep dive go to i'm trying to get the whole link right the beehive.com um allison works for the site right do you like write articles or what do you do for them do you can just um just like so promote stuff on social media um the the way I got that promoted today is it, they talked about it on Who Weekly. And then I was like, hey, Who Weekly, Meg actually wrote this really long story. Can you circulate it? And then they did. So that is very <laughs> so they made nice it really easy. Yeah. Very, it's like your job is done today. And now you're promoting it on I Just Want to Chat. Was your 2022 goal to dive into the podcasting sector? Yes. It's and try to be cool. 
Um, yeah, so it's basically Chip and Joanna Gaines have their own station called Magnolia or something. And then Candace and Andy have their own TV show called Home Face Work. It's a pun where they get people have to pay them like $30,000 to renovate their home in a few weeks, but they were not fulfilling their obligations. First of all, did you I, I would assume that like the production or whatever would pay for some of the like renovation. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know how home renovation shows work. So I think it really depends on like the kind of show and stuff. Normally, if it's like a surprise or like a a gifted situation or like a like it's pretty clear like what ones are like this girl is a teacher and she works so hard and she never complains and she she's the first one to show up and the last one to leave every day at school so we really want to make over her loft or something like those ones I'm sure are you know gift but these home uh these ones from the show people had to pay but normally it's not as much as you would normally pay because a lot of the stuff that they use is sponsored so like Kenmore or something could be sponsoring the appliances or oh I guess also this is like a starting off show like it's brand new on a brand new newly acquired network so I guess that does make sense that they would have to still pay but anyway there this girl um Aubrey she paid them what was it like thirteen thousand dollars to begin with um originally like they agreed on twenty thousand first she said like I think my kitchen renovation will probably take forty to fifty thousand dollars and then Candace who like so she has a show Andy and Candace but they also have like a big Instagram following They've been like renovating like their own schoolhouse. They're like DIYers and they've been doing renovation work in Utah for like more than 10 years to get together. Um, But yeah, so she told them like, I think that this is probably a 40 to $50,000 job. And then Candace is like, what? We could do it for 20. So that's where the scam began. And yeah, they gave her a bunch of money to begin with. Then they just like didn't really get it done, didn't get it done with the budget. And um, what was it? She told Aubrey it was going to be like 40000 And Aubrey was like, just stop it because I take it all back because I don't really have the money to finish this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it does not look good. They've left a lot of people high and dry. And throughout that whole um situation it was like months and months of like just bad communication and I think like the thing that was the grossest besides just like the blatant stealing and scamming was like the it was truly like girl bossing at the highest level I say that a lot about things in this time I think is like the truest form like this girl Candace she would be making these these bad choices clearly I like talked to my toddlers all day she was making these bad choices And she was continuing just to text the girl, like whenever Aubrey would say like, hey, I need answers. My kitchen still sucks and you haven't done anything and you have my money, but like you're traveling to Paris or whatever. She'd be like, hey, girl, like, I wish that we could just hang out. Like she just. There was a big hey, girl vibe and like, oh, I'm just going to keep this really casual and we're just going to be friends and oopsie and all this stuff. It was like the grossest part of it all to me. Like the fact that she downplaying, like downplaying and just like not addressing or what is it? 
yeah, avoiding the question, I guess. Yeah. And just, and I'm sure that that's what has worked for her for years and years, because the thing is, so Aubrey came out with her story and then other people's stories followed. I think like the most enlightening one is from the home. Let me find his name. He is married to the beauty bureau. If you're familiar with her um, Instagram, the home scoop on Instagram, he has a, like a IGTV talking about his experiences with this couple. Like his first experience with them was back in 2013 where he like hired them to do some like work on a flip. And this house that they were working on was like an old antique house, like from the twenties or something. And it had a small little attic with not like a lot of support or anything. Like nothing was supposed to go up there. Just, you know, like some storage. They come in and they're like, we're going to build a staircase up to it. And then we're going to build an entire second level on that attic. And the guy's like, I don't really like flip houses myself, but this seems not right. And she's like, no, I'm a contractor. This definitely will work. And they took out like a load bearing wall in this like super antique house. And the guy, he was trying to show like how um, thick, like the wood of the, the attic was that they were building all this on. And it couldn't have been more than like a couple inches, like super thin wood that they were placing all this weight on. They put a hundred pound chandelier hanging from the ceiling of this like super, super old house. And she was signing all of these forms saying like, yes, I'm a contractor. Like this is inspected and we have these permits and all this stuff. And then he goes, the guy from the home scoop goes to the site of the house to like check up on it one day. And the County had like red taped it. And like, there were like authorities and like, no one can go in here. Um, like whoever this contracted contractor is like they're getting arrested. So she got arrested for forging like all these forms and saying that she was a licensed contractor when she wasn't. And I think like what ended up ha- happening to the house is that they had like gut everything that they were doing. Cause they said that they would walk on the second level and it would like warp, like they would walk and then like the ground would go up and down because that's so how, you like, know, it's unstable. Yeah. Cause like, that's how bad these people were at doing like, it was just true girl bossing. And I mean, that's a little unfair because the husband was definitely heavily involved too but candace is the face of it because she just seems like the only one communicating i like i haven't seen a single thing of this andy guy talking like no text no receipt nothing has been like and then andy said this it's always been candace candice um i think that he's probably like signed the bottom of their apple notes apology that wasn't very good. Um, they probably should have had someone proofread it or have like a PR person. But um, so she goes, she went on KSL and was like, we just took took on more than we could um, handle and stuff. And it's like, you want to believe people are doing the best they can. And like, that's probably a f- like true. Like they just took on too much. But then it's like with that story you're talking about and then just like a pattern of repeated behavior, it's like, okay, it's obviously not just like they took on too much at once one time. Like it's a obviously some kind of pervasive pattern. I don't know. Well, like, yeah, I don't it, know. Just there's so many stories now of people coming out and like, not to sound like too like big headed or whatever, but like I've heard stories that like haven't been published. I've like, I've heard so many different things about these people 
and how they've scammed so many people. And then there's this big story that Aubrey is now promoting because this one family, they were also part of the show and they gave them $50,000 to do some kind of like renovation. And they're like 100% out of that money. Like they just lost $50,000. Candace and Andy like still have it. And they like, they can't get it back somehow. I don't know how like the legal system works, but there's like a GoFundMe to like get them the $50,000 back. I don't know. But the apology was so stupid because they, um, they kept saying like, we have proof that we're innocent and we have uh, proof that not everything is as it seems, but we're not going to release it right now. We don't want to cause any hurt to these people who are saying these stories. Um, we don't want to hurt them, but we have the truth. And it's like, if you have the truth and if you're saying that's ruining your life, then release it. Tell us the truth. If you have the truth, then, then just say, actually, like, this is what happened. But the idea that people banded together to form like some kind of like coup against them dating back to 2013 of just like, oh yeah, we're going to come after these people and we're going to like, we just don't like them. We didn't like how they did business and now we're going to call them scammers is just insane. Yeah. It's like, I know that this is kind of a, a leap, but Jen Shaw on, do you watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake? So I don't watch, but I know everything. Okay. So she got, she got, um, caught for like defrauding elderly people mm-hmm. and it feels like the same thing where she just keeps proclaiming her innocence and not really providing any like evidence of it and it's just like with them and her it's like what would be the reasoning for any of this like why would who is coming after you like the government like yeah. who's framing you who's putting it forward why would Candace and Andy like they think that a bunch of people are just like we're gonna get them because they bug us I don't <laughs> I don't weird. know I don't know. But so as of right now, Magnolia says that they're like reviewing and like they're taking the show off of their lineup. But even that's like not super official. But it seems to me like that they don't even have that much content because they didn't finish a lot of these drops. Like they finished the one at Aubrey's house, but also she like wasn't happy with that. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not an interior design person, admittedly. And I don't really care about anything that has to do with interior design. And when I keep hearing these stories about people taking out like $50,000 loans so they could like get their living room redone, I'm like, uh, not to victim blame, but also like, why do you need to do that? that? Is, um, yeah, the, wait, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, cause it's, but, um, what were we talking about? Candace and Meredith, Andy and Candace. Um, I just think that if like she went on KSL and was like, I can have people who we did well talk to you about it. Like, but it's just like still you're a flight risk because there's obviously a bunch of people who you did dirty. So it's like, Mm -hmm. are people who are going to use you going to just be like rolling the dice big time? Like, what is the qualifier that you're going to follow through? Yeah, I I don't know. I think that they're definitely done, though. And hopefully she could find some career doing this. I don't want them to be like destitute, but I do want them to be, I want justice to be served. I don't want people to be out of their money and stuff, but I don't think that they should uh, be on the internet anymore. Like, I don't think that that's going to end well for them. You know, they're going to end up on Gomi that I know about now. (laughs) 
I was just telling Allison, this is a good time for me to make a correction, guys. Um, I was just telling Allison about how last week I made my episode about the girl gang's drama and I was like trying to fill her in on it because she was blissfully I need to, I'll unaware. go back and listen to it. Sorry. I you will know, admit honestly, I dropped the ball. I think I did a really bad job at explaining it. So every time, like I keep seeing like the new downloads roll in, I'm like, please no, don't listen to this episode, but I'll send you some links that will really explain it for you. Um, Thank you. Anyway, listen to my podcast, guys. I'm really good at this. Um, anyway, I was telling Allison that in this past week, the podcast has had some new eyeballs on it, new ears, because of the girl gangs drama. And a lot of them are from the site Gomi because the the creator of Gomi like shouted it out on her Instagram or something. And and I it was a different um I mean, welcome everybody. Come on, come all. Totally fine. That's not what I was really prepared for. But I mean, I guess if you if you step into the arena, you gotta gotta be aware to... that could happen, I guess. I don't know. But that's it's a different world, Gomi is. One that I'm not really a part of. Um, it almost Yet. made me not want to talk about this. <laughs> Please. And <laughs> um, almost made me not want to talk about this Andy and Candace drama because I'm like, I don't want to be like a snark account. I really, truly don't. Like, I don't want to be like an Instagram, like, call out thing, a la girl gangs. But when you have gomi eyeballs on you, it's a little... I mean, I think that what you've told me about Gummy is it's just kind of like gossip and opinions type of thing, right? Like people's expressing their opinions or like, like it's not inherently bad. It's a forum, not a well-intentioned forum. So then maybe that makes it. (laughs) Well, well, what I mean is like with that, it sounds like just like people expressing if they don't like them and if they heard something, but then like the Andy and Candace thing is like pretty substantiated. Like it's been on the news and has a lot of receipts mm-hmm. and it's not just people being like i don't like these people they're stupid looking it's like these people stole fifty thousand dollars from me the best part of all these stories was there was one common thread other than scamming one common thread through everyone's story was hey andy and candace we need help oops we're in hawaii hey andy and candace oh. we really need help oops we're in switzerland hey andy and candace our uh kitchen is flooding and like you didn't really build a kitchen the right way oh no sorry we're in paris like they would take the money then they were always on a trip always always traveling and they have like seven children which is insane a lot but no wonder they need a scam they're like the brady bunch because three of them were his and three of them were hers and then one is combined it's an andis baby (laughs) andis baby the heir to the now disgraced and disthroned. Poor, poor girl. Hopefully she could reclaim some dignity for them. Anyway, Allison, can you think of anything else that needs to be chatted about this week? Can no, you briefly we did a tell lot of chatting? Can you briefly tell everyone, or not briefly, talk as long as you want about um your podcast about Bad Movie Club? Oh yeah, it's under Hive Mind's umbrella of shows. Apparently they're changing it to the Beehive. I don't really know, but it's so it's under hive mind. We call it it's called the bad movie club. We've talked about the room from Justin to Kelly battlefield earth. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Christmas twister. They're all very. Yeah. So basically you just, we tell people to watch the movie and then we make a podcast about our thoughts of how 
bad or good it was. We have a scale from negative 10 to positive 10. And the objective is to get it as far away from zero on either side as you can. Beautiful. It's very fun. Would, um, would you mind saying the, talking about the controversy that you have with the show right now with the, with the laughter? Oh, (laughs) get, get, get the public's opinion on it. I don't know. Um, my Should legal I team says I can't talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're so um, no, up. Yes, exactly. No, Kyle, just the other guy on it. He just has a really funny laugh. And I, I'm the one who like does a big edit of it initially. And I leave all his laughs in it. Cause I'm like, wow, that's so endearing. And then I'll be like, what do you like? I'll send it to him. He edits out all his laughs and I'm like, Why? and I'm, I'm team keep the laugh track in. So that's why yes. I'm saying, bring it up right now. Everyone tweet to Allison and say, hey, keep the laugh track in so she can uh, she could use it as further proof that um, I'm right. Yeah, she's right. That's what you need. You need proof from strangers to prove that you're in the right. Congratulations. Thank you. We anyway. do love laugh tracks. Um, it tells you, I mean, it unless it's on friends where it's not very funny and you feel like it's forced, but yes. it's just Does, nice because the rapport of laughing, you know, does Seinfeld have a laugh track? It does. Yes. It definitely but it's does, right? funny. Like, I, yeah. well, maybe I just have the nostalgia factor, but I just really like Seinfeld. I can't get into friends. I've tried so many times. The laugh track really bugs me. So far, it hasn't been that funny as like far as I w- looked into it. And I don't know. I don't need to buy more like merch of things. So I'm okay not being in that fandom. I'll just take all my potential friends fandom energy and just direct it further into the twilight franchise that one will be more rewarding just for me as a content creator did you see makeup revolution did like four collections of friends makeup and it's just like not really specific to friends it just like has the branding on it um so i think by saving yourself from buying their merch you're gonna it's a good economical choice yeah, I'll just stay as far from the Friends franchise as I possibly can. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. That's a good money saver. I see a lot of their merch and stuff on Etsy. Wow, 19 seasons. There's I've never watched it either, but I saw it recently. It's coming up on 19 seasons, and I'm like, wow, that's a Pe- lot of perseverance. People tell me that I should watch it. I'm like, too much time has passed. I can't. I couldn't possibly. The idea of going on and starting a 19-season-long journey seems daunting exhausting and not fun like yeah I don't think I would enjoy it at all and I don't know is Grey's Anatomy like a a through and through storyline show or is it kind of like house where you could like pick episodes and watch them and like there's a little bit of story happening but it doesn't really matter oh yeah like house is like very formulaic but I mean Mm -hmm. that's what's kind of fun about it but um Grey's Anatomy I don't know literally I've seen clips of it on the soup because it's has was around when the soup was on <laughs> when, TV. When Joe McHale was doing his thing. Yes, and it was like people. I remember this dramatic scene of a lady. She fell on the ground, and then an icicle fell and stabbed her in the stomach, and it was so dramatic. And that's my story with. Uh, and then they made a. That's like the lovely is, bones. Yeah, and then they made a spinoff called Private Practice, where there was like a penis, a fish in somebody's penis, or something. How's that happen? Um, sounds like an episode of private practice. Sounds like an episode of Euphoria. Doesn't uh, it all comes full circle? 
Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. You can find us on TikTok at at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Find us on Instagram at at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Join our Facebook group. It is so much fun. And since it's award season, the uh, the award season betting is about to start. So if you want to win some money with your award predictions, the Grammys are coming up and the Oscars in a couple months, I guess. But Maybe I'm- when the Grammys come around, you could give away a bucket hat to the one who does the best predictions. I should. Normally, everybody pays like 5 or $10 into a pot and then okay. the winner takes all. But a bucket hat really could be worth more than money, worth yes. more than gold, basically. Yeah, a bucket hat. It's like, it's funny. My sister a couple years ago got me an I just want to chat hat for my birthday. And she got it like a red hat, but it was like maroon, but still like red with white writing on it. And it says like, I just want to chat. I'm like, I can't. I love you, Amy, so much, but I can't wear this anywhere. It's like a red hat with white writing on it. It looks like a MAGA mm. hat. Amy, come on. And it on. just says, I just want to chat on it, which is very cute. But I just don't want to be, I don't want anybody to think that I affiliate. Anyway. It's even weirder now because like people still support Donald Trump when he's not president at all. And you're like, why are you still writing this? Just today, I saw a truck. It was parked in front of me. It had three flags on the back of it. It had like a huge American flag. And then it had like a Trump 2024 flag with his face on it where I'm like, isn't our whole thing like to not deface the American flag? Like, isn't that like a big thing to people that support him? But like it was his face over the American flag. And then another thing saying F Joe Biden. Biden for prison 2024. Um, (laughs) I liked him for prison. I love that. They're like, let's vote him into prison. Yeah, that's how. uh america works and i love it thank you so much for listening to today's episode we will be back next week and um hopefully i'm not going to report on another celebrity death or influencer adjacent story that's my only hope thank you for listening (laughs) one can only hope all right bye hello everybody